Producer. My name is Brandon, aka BDOS. I make weird music on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Well, thanks for uh, joining us for the show. I haven't done a podcast in a little bit, so this is like the rebirth episode, and we're gonna we're gonna do it big on this episode. Uh, hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm pretty pretty known for rebirthing things and then they die again. Oh, good, good, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So where are you from? I'm from Tennessee. Okay. Are there any places that are good to play electronic music out there? Uh, yeah, there's actually uh, a couple clubs. And there was uh, an artist, uh, his name is The Flourish. Uh, he wanted to, he wanted me to come play shows with him. But then he ended up like changing his whole life. And now he's like, I don't even know what he's doing. Like he's, he went to Portland and now he's in like some other state. And he's just like playing shows with the homies, dude. Dude, I interviewed the Flourish. I he's still doing music. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, dude, that's a he's a funny guy, man. I had a really like funny conversation with him. He made yeah, dude. Laugh. The Flourish is is he's awesome, dude. Yeah, I he's a nice agree. dude too, man. Yeah, man. So speaking of Future Collective, are you? like associated with them like are you uh working yeah i'm on the roster oh, okay gotcha cool yeah so how did that come to be well i used to post a lot of my music on 4chan mm -hmm. on the music board and uh, i was trying to just get my music out there any way i could and uh i did it all the time and then i, I stopped making as well i stopped releasing music for like two or three months and uh, i released one of my songs called hugh um I think that's the only public track I have on there. And that's when I really like with that, with that track. And I'm probably going to keep it public even whenever, just because that track kind of helped me get to where I am now. And um, I, I released that. And then I had Alex Martian and Flore, uh, Loray. I don't know if you know him, but I know Martian. I, that was my first uh, like Skype interview. He's a uh, Alex Martian's awesome. They're both, but like, I saw them and I saw the music they were making, and I was like, dude, this is pretty pretty cool. I, I like that. And I saw Floret, and I was, I think he had like a thousand followers or something, but like he had like ten thousand plays and all these different plays. Like, whoa, he's following me. I freaked out mm. and I messaged him. I was like, yo, thanks, man. Thanks for the support. And uh, he said, like, oh, dude, yeah, dude, you make cool music, man. Keep doing it. And then I saw he had a uh, Future Collective in his bio. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. So I went on, I saw they had a Discord server. So I joined the Discord server and I met a couple friends uh, there. And uh, and then I started hearing about Michael doing all this promo. So I'm posting about how he does consultations and all this. Mm -hmm. I messaged him and he was like, yo, dude, this is really cool. I'm going to, um, and I, I showed him my Millie remix, which is still up too. And, uh, I don't know. He just told me he was like, "Yo, this is this is sick, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna run a campaign on it." I was like, "Okay, how much I owe you?" He's like, "No, I'll do it for free, man. I, this needs to be heard." And it was like to like oh, like a, like 115,000 follower reach. Like he just ran the chain there for free because he liked 
the music. And that's one thing about Future Collective is Michael. I've never heard it one bad thing about Michael. And that's for a reason. Because Michael, if he likes the music and he thinks you're doing something different or unique, he's going to show as many people as possible. He inspired me to keep making more music and keep showing him. And I started doing consultations with him uh, to get my music heard. And like, I went from like 150 followers to like 500 in like a month. <laughs> and then I've just continuously kept growing. And, and just because of like Future Collective and then, you know, he wanted, he heard one of my tracks and he wanted that to be on the new issue that's coming out. And it's actually coming out on November 19th. Future Collective is, I like you guys. That's actually how I found out about you. I think it was last Sunday. I tuned in to the listening party for the first time. And you were like totally fucking around, like memeing and doing stuff. And I was like, who is this guy? But then they came to your track and I was just like, okay, this guy's not just a <laughs> troll. He's like actually good at making music. <laughs> that's why I reached out to you is through the Future Collective Discord so like who were some of your influences you know small to big well the reason I'm making the music I'm making now is actually because of like Blake Scourin and uh, something something mm. and even with like my more melodic stuff I'm heavily inspired by like uh, Electric Mantis Hmm. Electric Mantis and and Montel, mm -hmm. dude. Oh man, there's there's so many good, but like something something and Blake Scourin are my main influences. I uh I kind of scraped your Twitter a little bit, not not in a bad way. Just like your Twitter was hilarious, but you also were like, Uzi followed you. This guy DMVU. DMVU, yeah, biggest yeah. yeah, I forgot to mention him. He's dude. Yes, yes, yep. Yeah. The way he, he, and you can probably hear in my music how I'm mixing all these different elements and, and it's different sounds, but they're, it has that groove to it. Um, and it, they all kind of fit together, even though they're these different sounds and it's glitching and all that. And that's what DMV, DM, uh, DMV did. If you hear his one song, MFW, um, that one song is one of my biggest influences how in, in the way I like I warp sounds and I do all these weird things because of that one song. I felt like my music was repetitive and then everyone used to tell me like when I do when I do feedback, hey, you know, you need to change things up. You need to, you know, do more changes in your music. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, dude, that's perfect. And so I started doing stuff like that and then I kind of made it into my own thing. I've been trying to tell stories with my music and uh with this one it's actually a bit longer than my other ones my tracks are only like two minutes uh two minutes 30 seconds 245 yeah this one's like 340. 
What would you call the music that you make? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I just label it as trap. Uh, just because it's, it's the easiest way to describe it. Mm -hmm. Someone, people have told me I made like glitch hop, which I don't think that's even what I'm, I don't make that. And someone said Nero trap. Um, but I just call it trap. I mean, or bass music. With this one, it started out really, really different. It sounded, I don't know, it sounded almost like <clears throat> a generic future bass song. But then I was like, you know what? I want to do something different. I want to make something like different with this. And I saw I started adding weird stuff. I started resampling. I'd made a cool chord progression with like a generic future bass saw. Um, and then I started, I resampled it, started adding processing to it. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is actually pretty cool. And so I just started adding on and I've been getting into a thing where I like, I like minimal intros. And so I made a really minimal intro with that one. I, I did it with key too. I did it with a lot. I'm doing it a lot now. And I like, I like my drops are pretty minimal. They sound almost empty. I hardly, unless it's automated, use reverb in my drops. Hmm. Yeah. So like there's another tip. Well, I don't know. I guess it's not a tip because reverb sounds good, but I, I just like having really dry, uh, sounds. Producer. So Ablation and Vide both followed me. I hit up Ablation on Discord and we talked for a little bit in voice chat. And I was like, dude, I'm not feeling like, uh, like this track is, you know, worth it. Can you tell me, you know, if it's worth working on? And I showed him and he was like, dude, this is, this is, this is sick, dude. You know, yes, bro. Keep, keep doing this. And, and I was like, hey, cool. So then I had a meeting with Michael and I showed Michael and this was when I, dude, I had, I don't know, this is like three months ago, four months ago. I showed Michael and he was like, dude, I think, I think this is, this is going on future. Do you want to put this on future? And like, we both like, I don't know if Michael wants me to say this, but we, we both cried. Cause he was like, <laughs> cause like, that was like, a, that was one of my goals. Like when I, when I first heard about future, I, that was what I wanted. I wanted a, uh. I want today future release and you know I, I wanted to match that sound and with this one he was like dude this is your best track I feel like I've, you know, I've definitely progressed, but this one was definitely one of my better tracks. And uh, yeah, we, we both, he's like, he's, he's like, uh, he was crying. Cause like he heard my music when it wasn't at the level where I wanted it to be. He would listen to like works in progress as a mine. And, and like, he was proud of me and all, like, it was, it was awesome. Damn. Pretty, he's the nicest dude. You gotta, you definitely have to interview him. He has a very interesting life. That is touching, man. <laughs> Michael's like one of my best best friends. Damn, have you ever met He's... him in person? 
No, he lives in Portland. He wants me to oh. come move out there, I think. He's gonna have an opening in uh, like six months, and I may move out there with him, but oh shit, we'll have to see. Are you in like college or are you how old are you? I'm 22. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I'm working full time, I still live with my parents, so so like I'm saving up money. That's the way to do it, man. Yep, it's a smart way. People may say, like, Oh, you live with your parents. After school, I just um, I just did a lot of stupid stuff, and I didn't go to school. But like, I got I started getting into music, and then I started interning with one of like his name's Cheeks. I don't know. If, you can find him on the internet. But this guy's done work for like R. Kelly, The Roots. He did in studio and like live audio engineering, and so like I watched him only do it like live. But like. The way he was like, I was, I was like three or four months into making music when I watched him, and I was so confused, or I was so, what is it, uh, baffled? Yeah, baffled by how great he was and how he knew, like, this needs to be cut here at like sixteen hundred hertz. I mean, how do you know that? How, how do you know what which frequency he set everything up? The way he controlled the board was just so crazy to me, and that was like super inspiring. I wanted to like get to his level hmm. and like i still feel like if i don't i guess make money off music or get to a point where i want to where i can do shows and get money off of i would want to be an audio engineer yeah i feel like you definitely have that just just based on your music and the way that it sounds it's very like sound designy and it's it sounds like an engineer's mind opposed to like i'm a musician i'm a trained musician you know Oh, dude, not in any way. My music theory is lacking. <laughs> Same, but you can still make a lot of cool shit without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all by... Does it sound good? Then it is good. I have a question about how you get those, like, quirky, like, delayed sounding I don't even know what to call them but it's like that like like the little pluck sounds yeah they're like little plucks does that start from like a drum sound sometimes it'll just be uh one little percussion sound yeah like you're saying but um with everything in that the kick included I actually uh it's all serum and it's but then I resample it mm. but it's it's a lot of a uh, a way to get those plucky sounds is what I do is I just use uh, Ableton Warp. Uh, what is it? Uh, the transient beats transient mm -hmm. with the one arrow. Mm -hmm. And then I, it'll sound really, really weak. And then you start adding like OTT and, you know, uh, add some frequency shifter, get another multi-bank compressor on top of OTT and get those mids uh, little knob moving that up. So you add more body to it. Mm. Overdrive is really effective as well. Um, Overdrive, that's an Ableton stock plugin. It's that can make something sound thick. You know, people always ask about the process. Like, how do you make your stuff? Is your process really specific? Uh, what I do, I have a really, I have OCD. And so I have a specific process that I have to do. So when I'm done working, I take like a, depending on what my hours are, sometimes my hour changes depending on the class. Sometimes if I work a 4.30 class or I work a, a, a class that I start at um, 
was it eight o'clock my time i get off at 4 30 um and then i take like a two hour break or an hour and a half break and i just sit there and go with my dogs mm-hmm. or i do something um and then i'll take adderall <laughs> and then i sit there for an hour and i listen to the newest stuff on soundcloud yeah and then i get an ableton and i make weird sounds until i'm like okay this can be a song and i do that for like six or seven hours and how <laughs> often do you produce a track like do you make a track every day do you make like snippets oh, no or... okay <laughs> uh no 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 i it, <clears throat> i used to take like a month to make a track yeah because it's i'm like i'm like a perfectionist and i have to have it sounding the way i want it mm-hmm. um but i've gotten to a point i mean i can i can finish the track in like three days i can probably finish the track in a day if i just didn't think about it but i, I like to make it sound perfect mm-hmm. um or the way I envisioned it to sound. Gotcha. Uh, but if I don't, then it's going to, I'm going to hear it and I'm going to be like, oh, I could have done that. Hmm. Now I've gotten to a point now where I actually, when I was, when I was starting out, I could go, I would listen to my music and I'm, I would get mad because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would release it and then like a week later, I would listen to it and I hate it. But like now I can go to my musing be like you know what i think you know i, I kind of did it but i you know there's always room for improvement and but like i try to listen to it like I'm like you know what you did good but you're gonna do better next time every track i make i feel like i'm i'm progressing still i don't think i'm at that point where people i don't know i'm not at a i'm not at the point i want to be um and i feel like i have a lot a lot a lot of room for improvement do you think you'll ever be at a point where like you want to be probably not (laughs) i don't think anybody ever is but and that's good to have because then you get cocky and then you start making bad music right or you start making sloppy music you're like oh i can put out anything and they'll love it right and then you start falling off man and that's that's one thing you can't do so I think always look for ways you can improve or you're going to either keep making the same music or you're going to start making bad music. You always want to diversify the type of music you make. Yeah. Do you ever like think like, oh, I'm going to make a drum and bass track? I don't like, see, I don't like drum and bass. It's too fast. (laughs) But... Sometimes it depends on how a mood I'm in. Like if I if I if I hear a, like a or if my SoundCloud stream that day was a whole bunch of melodic music, I'm gonna make something melodic. Uh, but if it's like heavy stuff, I'm like ooh, I'm gonna try <laughs> to make something heavy. But like I was watching an interview with like how Diplo interviewed interviewed uh, Arl Grime, and yeah, he was uh, he always thinks that. himself, how would this do at a show? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think about that. I I make my music. And I've never really thought about how my music would do at a show. I've had people tell mm-hmm. me, hey, I, you know, I'm going to play your song at a show or, you know, I played it at a show. And like they say like the the way people like move to it is weird. Like my music is definitely I don't know if it's danceable to things are always changing. And there's not really it's hard to find like a groove to it. But that's the thing. You could maybe create some new dance almost, or maybe not you yourself, but because of your music, you could 
create some kind of dance. I mean, I guess I'm just trying to look at it like, what would someone from the outside think of what your music is? Because clearly your music is not like radio friendly. Well, I have one song that is. I have a, I have a pop track, Run Away With Me. skin and a place to put my feet up let my dreams be known so one day i can see them bask in the sunlight relishing my freedom I'm, i mean i guess that's radio friendly yeah that is radio friendly for sure it was originally actually made for one of my friends too one of my rapper friends but then his his computer died so i was like i met i saw evergreen's track uh she did with zen aware called you're cute i listened to it like three or four times a day for like a week, dude. And I messaged her on SoundCloud. I was like, I really like that song. Would you like to work on something? And I sent her the song and she was like, yo, I love this. And I'm gonna, I'll send you vocals in a day or two. And then a day or two, I got the vocals and I pretty much remade the track. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say before you sign off? Yeah, let me get some shout outs to some boys, dude. Get it. <laughs> well, of course, of course, the Erde boys. Uh, barely great. I don't know. You got to talk to him, dude. He's barely great. Oh, yeah, let me put it in here. Barely great. You got to talk to him. Shock face. You got um, knives. He's a homie. Okay. Uh, Yohas. Yohas, right there, dude. I mean, there's so many of these these dope producers, and I'm probably missing some people. But I mean, you gotta you gotta listen to uh, the homies. You gotta listen to like you gotta listen to people that are doing things that you haven't heard before. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that need to be heard, man. And there's so many of them. But you should definitely listen to those people. Um, 
and uh, maybe interview him. But hey, man, it was nice talking to you, dude. Thank you for letting me do this. And uh, we'll definitely keep in touch, man. Good shit. Thanks for coming on, man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon.